You're listening to Not The Stock Response, an investment podcast like no other. Perhaps for good reason. And to keep the lawyers happy, this is not formal financial advice. Hello and welcome to another guest episode of Not The Stock Response. Uh, in the hot seat this afternoon, we have Lathan Coe's Hayden Brooks. Hi there. <laughs> Don't sound so pleased to be here. <laughs> and Lenny Nordstrand from Ram Capital. Uh, hi. Hey, Ding. Um, what are we going to be talking about today, then? Eddie? We're going to be talking about tax today. Oh, boo. Well, I see why you're so disheartened. <laughs> um, why, why are we talking about that? So, come April, we're all going to start paying more tax um, for two reasons. Tax thresholds have stayed the same. So, with wage inflation, we're going to start being pulled through those thresholds, so you're automatically going to start paying more tax. And the top, the top, ta- top rate of tax, which is 45%, is coming in at 125 now rather than 150. So look, tax is by far our biggest liability. It's, it's bigger than your mortgage, food, etc. We've all got to pay it. It's non-negotiable. Unless you're in a team, sorry. <laughs> Very good point. Very good point. So traditionally, as financial advisors, we tend to use pensions as a way of alleviating this tax liability, um, but they're also under fire. So if your if your total income goes through two hundred thousand pounds now, the forty thousand pound annual allowance is reducing to four thousand pounds. So you can't really get much money in a pension um, anymore, um, and also the amount of money you're allowed in a pension in total is frozen too. So so you're only allowed a million and seventy three thousand pounds in a pension, and that's thro- frozen till twenty twenty six. As a point of reference, in two thousand and twelve, so eleven years ago, you could have one point eight million pounds in a pension. So actually it's really hard to try and get a- assets into tax efficient wrappers. So as most of our listeners have probably heard of a ISA or a or a pension, they may not have heard of a VCT. So we've got Lenny here to help us Absolutely. understand what they are and Absolutely. how they can be used. Yeah, so I, th- I think it's important to understand why VCTs came about in the first place. Um, there's been, for many, many years, there's been an issue with very small companies gaining access to finance. And uh, VCTs came about to try and solve that. Um, and what we mean by that is that uh, companies obviously have to go out and raise funds if they want to grow. Uh, They couldn't gain access to that in normal ways because people are risk-averse. And in order to try and solve that problem, the uh, government introduced incentives through the Venture Capital Trust regime, which um, gave investors effectively some cushioning in case things start going wrong for those underlying companies. And that is basically through tax incentives. So just just how generous are these um, these tax incentives? How do they what, what, give me some numbers? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so um, um, upfront, you can invest up to two hundred thousand pounds in any, any tax year, and you get a thirty percent income tax break. So if you invest ten thousand pounds into VCT, you can reduce your tax bill by three thousand pounds. So that's the first big one, and that's a big draw, I think, for most investors. Uh, the second one is that any dividends that's paid out from a VCT is actually tax free. And um, if you look at the performance of ECTs, you'll find that the vast majority of ECTs have been able to pay out a tax-free dividend, a minimum tax-free yield of 5% per annum. And clearly, that's very attractive once you compare it to what you'd have to be paid if you were paying tax on it. Um, so for many investors, this is one of the most attractive reasons to hold on to your ECTs in the longer term. And obviously, the other thing is that if you make a gain on the VCT itself, it's tax-free as well. So it's a really attractive product. It's worth my pointing out that it's a five-year hold, so you have to Absolutely. have to you know forego the money or be able to afford 
to to not have that capital for for at least five years. Absolutely. So it's a medium term medium term investment. Medium to longer term investment, term and, term and we term, do yeah. find that people tend to hold on to these investments for the very long term. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. So, from an advice from an advice perspective, they work really well. Obviously, you know, you can reduce your income tax liability, and also going into retirement, you know, that that tax free dividend, which if you're getting a five percent tax free yield, it actually you know, grosses it up. It's more like an eight percent, eight percent sort of gross dividend, which actually, yeah. in retirement will um, well, it helps you stop having to lean into other assets to try and you know live 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 the life you want to live. And I think also I think a really important point is that unlike a pension, when you start taking money out of the VCT, there is no tax to be paid. So some fairly generous tax incentives then. Um what what sort of companies are you actually investing in with the VCT? Yes, uh, good question. I mean typically they're very small, very early stage companies. Um, some of the restrictions they have to apply is that the company can't been trading for more than seven years. Uh, they can't employ more than 250 people. And uh, last of all, the gross assets can't be more than 15 million at the point of investment. Um, typically, we're looking at companies that can do things faster, cheaper, better than the incumbents in an industry. And that's what really gives them the opening and the ability to use technology to grow a marketplace very rapidly. And uh, that's why they are so attractive. And that can be anything from investing in software, healthcare, e-commerce, you name it, you'll find that there is a space for this. Um, but obviously, every VCT is quite different in terms of where they focus. There's a typical thing that's been that's bounded around our industry is make sure you don't let the tax tail wag the investment dog. Um, and that can certainly be said for these sorts of investments you know, 10, 15 years ago. Mm. Um, but now the underlying investments have actually matured. Um, they've got some decent past performance. The team's been working together for, you know, some of them for sort of 25 years. So actually, the Even un- 40 the un- years. Even yeah. 40 yeah. years. <laughs> right? So before the VCT industry started. But yeah, I mean, if you look at um, data, for example, from the Association of Investment Companies, if you look at total returns there, you'll see that over a 10-year period, uh, the average VCT has doubled in value. And that includes all the dividends you receive, but also what the capital value is. So they've clearly done something right. So uh, I think the whole thing, the point about... Uh, the dog wagging the tail, or yeah. whatever which, which way yeah. it goes, is is actually it's it's actually done reasonably well. Good, good. Somebody from compliance just passed something across my desk that I need to read out. <laughs> Please note: past performance of VCT is no guarantee of future returns. It can only be used as a guide. Correct. There we are. Well, well yeah, to the very, very well said, Rupert. And what size are these VCTs? So, typically, yeah, how how big is a fund? Yeah, absolutely. So um, there is about. 55 VCTs in in existence at the moment, managed by about 20-odd managers. And typically, you have about £100 million plus in the VCT. So they will have somewhere between 30, and the very largest ones have about 120 companies in them. So typically, they're pretty well diversified. And um, they will have a spectrum of different investments across those various sectors. Some VCTs are focused on one area compared to another. And that's why we always say that you should really be looking to build up a portfolio of VCTs so you spread the risks as far as possible. Yeah, on that point, um, I'm not trying to tout for more business here. I think when you do invest <laughs> when you do invest in VCTs, you need some guidance. Absolutely. Right? Like every single VCT manager does a different thing. They've all got a different style of running mm. money. They buy different parts of the market and you're going to get a different result. So actually, if you do want to get into this, into this, into this area, um, speak to an advisor. Absolutely. Um, Anything that's high risk, you should always go to an advisor first. 
And they're, um, I mean, they're certainly not for everyone as no, well, are they? No, There's... no, no. So, so for, like, we would always suggest the client needs to be, you know, an adventurous investor. So they need to have an adventure. They obviously need to be have an income tax liability, which, you know, allows them to get the tax relief. Um, they need to have enough assets in order to, you know, not have to use this capital for the next five to six years, realistically. Um and they've got to be engaged with their money. You know, this is not for people that just want to sit there and do nothing. Like, you're not buying a Vanguard index, you know, which is super simple to understand. This is a complicated investment, which needs um, these careful consideration. So, yeah, having a bit of guidance with regard to which ones to purchase um, and trying to build a portfolio, as you quite rightly said. You know, every single year you do a VCT, we tend to suggest trying to do a new one each year to try and build up your portfolio of managers and, you know, spread across more companies. Smashing. Um, well, I know Lenny has a train to catch, uh, so I think we'll call stamps for today. Gents, pleasure to have you both on the pod. Thank you. Thank you, Rupert. Mm. Uh, to anyone who might be listening, uh, until next time, adieu. Excellent. Thank Thanks. you. Thanks. Bye. So long, farewell, I'll be just saying goodbye. I leave and heave a sigh and say goodbye.